1: Welcome to episode 19 of your Missing the Point podcast, where we discuss the weird, the wonderful, and the damn right bizarre aspects of life, as we have conversations with people from all over the world. Today, I'm joined by a fellow podcaster and host of the Imaginarium of Thought podcast, a show that provokes your imagination, probes your mind through great guests and fantastic topics. Today's guest is a guy with a fantastic way of viewing the world and questioning the reality of what is presented to him. Let us welcome the berserk space cowboy himself, Ron Weed. Welcome, Ron.
0: Well, uh, man, appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for having me on and uh, that's a pretty cool intro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No problem at all. Now, I first heard you on Monday Night Master Debaters uh, with our friends over at Dangerous World and Great Deception Podcast. Uh, And then I had a mutual friend, General Lee, tell me to reach out to you and ask you about some some of your crazy, bizarre stories that um, something that I'm interested in as well, which is a lot of stuff around uh, like the Firmament, Lizardmen, like all sorts of crazy topics.
0: Yeah, uh, and it's it's crazy for me because uh, my life is relatively normal and it's just these like events just kind of happen, you know, and it's, it's these, uh, you know, which I feel like uh, with a lot of people out there, um, they could seem very normal on the surface but then have very... Strange personal lives, you know. uh, Goes to the old saying:
1: you you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And people in our community have even stranger things going on, don't they? Yeah. So, so Um, where do you you start? Where did all of this type of uh, a thing start for you? Where did when did you start viewing the world a little bit differently? Were there any events that kind of spurred that to happen, or did it just happen naturally, like the rest of us? Where you pick up a. Conspiracy theory book in high school or primary school, and start thinking differently. Was it an event, or did it happen naturally? Well, yeah, there's a it's a mix of
0: different different things, and it's and it's kind of both because, uh, um, you know, as I got a little bit uh, for me, it was uh, Obama becoming president because I was a, a Obama supporter. And I'm like, yeah, he's transparent, he's going to change, and um. You know, a few months later, he was doing the exact same thing Bush was doing. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I, you know, I started looking into, you know, because you hear the conspiracies and stuff. So I started looking to them like, wow, they're actually friends behind the scenes. You know, and it's all bullshit. <laughs> so that kind of got me um, realizing that these experiences I had when I was younger, maybe there was a lot more to that than I thought. So... It was kind of something like that, and and um, for me, uh, it was actually my first conscious thought, like the moment I realized uh, I was able to think. You know, I was like aware of my surroundings. Uh, do you remember uh, your first thought?
1: To be honest, I can't. No, I do not.
0: Yeah, it's it's there's a blend of that. Like some people don't. Uh, some people. The, the the most people remember it around uh five years old, and then I've heard some people remembering uh uh thoughts when they were uh in a cradle and then uh the other day I heard somebody say they remembered being born <laughs> 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 like
1: <laughs> what, what a traumatic event
0: <laughs> and um so uh, for me um I was my first conscious thought is I was looking up at this lady and I was like underneath like the earth, like it was like a, it wasn't the earth, but it was like a crust. It looked like that, like dirt and roots and stuff like that sticking out through the bottom. And uh she was holding my hand or I was holding her hand. And, you know, she says something like, Oh yeah, just, you know, see us soon type thing. And um around me is a bunch of like, Orb lights like different color load like orbs and uh it looked like they were sentient like they're all kind of like in attendance and um so she you know she lets go of my hand or i let go of her hand i can't really remember that but uh i started to fall and um as i'm falling i'm trying to like retain my memories you know and and uh i remember like looking down i had hands you know so i wasn't a light orb <laughs> or anything like that like and I'm like uh fallen, and uh as I'm falling, I start going faster and faster, but oh yeah, I'm trying to retain my memories, and my memories get stripped from me like I try you know I think it was people you know I cared about in history with them maybe, or something and um so uh the, uh, the I started to go faster and and the light around me starts going by like uh in Star Trek or Star Wars, like when they get warp speed. And it starts looking like that, and so, then. Um,
1: so was this was this a a physical memory from a time period you can remember, or was this a dream or a, like a lucid state? How would you describe it?
0: Oh well, uh, the, the the next thought was it, it was complete darkness. Right, I'm going you know in this thing, and then it's darkness, and I and I could see you know like in the movies where like there's somebody waking up, you see they're kind of like eyelids, you know. <laughs> And it gets closer to the closer to the screen gets bigger. It was like my consciousness, my my uh was merging with my physical body because then I start I started getting closer and then it's like and then like I enter the body and now I'm looking through my eyeballs and I'm staring up at the uh ceiling and I'm like, Whoa, I'm alive and I and I sit up and I look to the right and um and my brother and my cousin were standing there. I'm like you're my brother and you're my cousin and they're like duh of course we are (laughs) you know and uh we were taking turns jumping over the couch and i guess i when i went up to my brother he did kind of like check my head looks look like scared. So i don't know if i like during my turn i knocked myself out or you know killed myself and something else happened or I i don't know um
1: so you think there's a possibility that you you whacked your head and that kind of jump started like an astral projection out of the body is that the type of thing you're thinking of now
0: yeah <laughs> I, i'm i you know it's just like
1: that's that's how i
0: that was like oh i'm i'm aware of what i you know i can control now you know like it's pretty much like uh figuring out the control like i got the controller <laughs> <laughs> you know so it, that that and then From there, I had a relatively normal life, you know, just grew, you know, nothing paranormal or extravagant happened. Um, And then I was around 12 years old and uh, one night and I woke up and everything in my room was a green light. Um, It looked like the aura borealis type of light, like that type of green. And and I could tell it was coming from the uh, window because of the way it was like shining there and just being a kid, I'm like, uh, whatever and I try to go. And I just try to go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, you know, uh, I'm like, whatever. It doesn't, you know, mean that much to me. So I just, and, but then the light starts to, uh, I'm, I, well, I'm in my head. I'm rationalizing like, Oh, it's like construction work or something like that. I, you know, I don't know these things. I'm just, I'm just some kid. And, uh, so, but the light starts pulsing, getting brighter. And uh, so now I get upset because I can't go back to sleep. And uh, I get out of bed. Now I'm, I'm on the top bunk and my brother is on the bunk below me. And uh, my uh, my older brother is on the bunk below me and my younger brothers on the bunk across the uh, room near the window. And when I get down, uh, I, I call out to him like, hey, guys, you see this light, you know? But when I look at him, I realize they're like still. You know, they didn't look dead. They just kind of look like they're in like comas or something like that, but they weren't breathing. It was weird.
1: Did your like, any, your siblings have any other, have experiences like that themselves or were they always in that state? Do you think you ever spoke to them uh, about well,
0: it? Yeah, there's, it actually, uh, uh, my, they come in a little bit here. Uh, when talk about my, my dad and so, and, uh, but, um, Uh, Oh, yeah. um, So when I'm calling out to them, right, I'm like, oh, what do y'all do? You know, like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, why are they, you know, like this? But I'm still rationalizing my head. Like, there's got to be a reason for this. I'm not thinking aliens or any of that shit. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know, man. But when I went to the blinds to peek through, as soon as uh, it touched, I touched the blinds, I got a jump scare in my mind of a gray alien like what you know like the little little gray and i could tell it was uh through the window because i could see my porch railings i was down on the first floor and uh i locked up like i was so scared that i like i literally locked up like the sheep do or whatever or like the land. i just frozen locked in up yeah frozen in fear and i fell back on my butt And at that moment, that's when I realized, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Like, okay. I'm thinking, like, normal, nothing. And then now I'm like, okay, this is weird shit going on now. And I'm like, get up. And, you know, the fight or flight, um, I I just froze. Because I was thinking about running upstairs, waking up my dad, you know. But then I'm like, man, if I leave the room, they're just going to snatch me up. And then I started hearing, like, a voice talking to me. And I'm thinking I'm talking to myself. And I'm like, okay, now I'm really going crazy. You're like hearing voices and shit now. And and uh it's telling me like calm down, like relax, everything's cool, you're actually lucky. Like it was calling me something that started with the letter M. Uh like as if it like knew my name, like who I was. And uh um you know it's like, don't worry, we're gonna take care of you we're gonna basically guide you through life and make you you know rich and powerful like we're just you know it's gonna be a you know guy I'm but uh I just had to go with them so I'm like okay in this moment even though I was like scared and everything like that and I'm talking to myself and everything's just crazy in my head I'm like reaching out for the any positivity so I'm like okay let's just go I'm just gonna go with it maybe I you know I'm just gonna walk out the room I'm like, let's just get the show over with, you know? Like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And But as soon as I got to the door, I was, um, they said, hold up, hold up. You know, you got to make a choice. And I'm like, choice. And I I looked to the right, and my room stretched out, you know? Like, in the movies, like, pe- you know, like, it stretches out. And, uh, you know, when it happened, it was one of those kind of things, like, it was kind of, like the choice, you know? And uh, I think you know it, it was like words that need to be spoken. It was kind of uh, sort of like choose a, choose which one, which one you you know is going to be you know the cost or whatever.
1: So, and- not sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just putting a few things together in that little in the story you're telling so far. You the you saw a light outside your room. You mm-hmm. saw something that or- made.
0: The whole room was... The whole room was illuminated. So the whole
1: room's illuminated. It's bathed in light. You saw something that instantly gave you a sense of fear to where you locked up. You heard a voice inside your head from an entity that was offering you riches, all these wonderful things, but you had to give it consent. Now, Mm -hmm. not to put words in your mouth, but I know for a lot of people out there that would be of the Christian ideology, that would be what you would think of as like a demonic entity maybe offering you things. Where do you come from because it? Because it's described as quite alien-like and what's typical in encounter stories with, um, interdimensional beings or aliens. What, what do you say it as? What's your consensus now?
0: Um, well, uh, I, I have, uh, you know, many reasons, you know, thoughts like, uh, some people said, uh, Maybe I was being like tested or, and then some people were saying like, uh, um, you know, maybe I would be like a puppet, like basically like a gin or something like that. You know, it, it, it's basically like, uh be careful what you wish for. Cause it's like, yeah, you would get all of these riches and stuff like that, but you would only get to see it. Like you, you would, yeah, you would be having it, but you wouldn't be in control of the vessel. Basically, like you're just there, you know, experience it all, but they're the ones that uh, operate, you know, take control. So, like you're just a puppet, basically, like puppets for gins to come into the world, stuff
1: like that. Like using you like a skin suit, when they get to really enjoy everything, and you're just behind the wheel, observing as the past as the co-pilot of the passenger.
0: Yeah, basically that. Yeah, you're just a passenger. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so so what does that do to you with someone such a young age Were did you speak to your parents about it were, were oh,
0: you... oh yeah um but yeah there, there's a it, there's more to it like okay like That's um, <laughs> oh, sorry sorry uh like so when that happened right like for the you know of course I'm like thoughts going in your head but my older brother is like type one diabetic so, f- like, for a second, that thought pops in my head, like, you type one diabetic. You know, it's just like, our brains do that, you know what I mean? And they jumped on that thought, and because uh, cause it's like, you can't, like, that was the other thing, too, is because I try to, like, hide and it was like, dude, they're in your fucking head. Like, you can't even, like, hide your thoughts. You know, like, oh, this is like a... but uh, um, they jumped on that, and they were like, give me visions, uh driving a um, uh, you know, boat and doing all that shit. And the last vision, I was like walking into some like building and I was wearing like a trench coat and shit, had present like gifts in my hand. And I was handing them out to people and stuff. And uh, some dude's like, Oh, if your uh brother was here and blah blah blah. And that kind of snapped me out of the vision. I'm back in my room and I'm like, No, nah, I'm good. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to go through that. Like, fuck that. And they're like, why you know like uh because and, and i was like because that's not what god would want and they started laughing they're like oh you know who's god what's god where's god why isn't god here making any you know offers to you like this and it's like maybe it's because we're god
1: and it was like so, why? it was kind of like and more demonic to me
0: <laughs> yeah and it was, was kind of like leap of Face at most I could see if peop- other people in my position they'd be like oh shit yeah there is no God you know I mean these things are I'm having this kind of experience where's God you know and um, I yelled out. I was like you're not God God is good and he's more powerful than you and then they started you know being the charming uh, way of talking to I me mean, ended and they you know started flooding you know bringing up you know, embarrassing thoughts in my head and all that kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. And now I'm I'm pacing back and forth uh, between my brothers and that little space there in the room. And I'm just and I'm like pulling my hair, you know, because I'm like, oh, I'm going crazy, <laughs> you know, like. But when I got to the closet, I got another vision and I saw a uh, galaxy and it was like it was like kind of like a donut galaxy looking thing. And um, it was spinning one way and it was red and orange looking. And then it slowed down and stopped and then it started spinning the other way. And then it turned into uh, like dark blue, purple uh, kind of color. And then the cloud, uh, even though it doesn't have a face, it's just this donut circle galaxy thing. It smiled at me. Like it was like, do you, you know, like when, you know, cause they say how it is with, with smiling to somebody, you know, if they're kind of brings spirits up and stuff like that. So it was like, I was like, Oh sure the fuck? <laughs> like, it's like one of those like acid moments, you know, you, you, you taste an emotion and things like that, you know? Um. So now I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm really losing my mind. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just dreaming. Right. I got to wake up and, uh, Everything's going to be normal. So I climb back into my bed and, you know, get under the blankets, throw into a ball, and I close my eyes. I'm like, I'm not going to wake up. I'm just going to, you know, uh, go back to sleep and everything will be normal. And uh, I get that, like, sixth sense feeling, you know, the goosebumps. I'm like, just, I, I just do the little peek just to kind of – I'm just like doing that. And then as I looked back, I saw a reptilian humanoid – like shift through the door like and it like floated you know it was like and then it did like a quarter turn like military style just like and was staring at me at the end of my bunk bed and um it didn't look like the uh draconian type you know reptilian that people show you it was like a salamander it was like an amphibian type reptilian thing like more like a salamander or or something like that like uh and um its teeth because it was smirking at me its teeth were like tiny shark teeth um uh like but except uh more compacted you know they weren't like spaced out it was like just a bunch of to- pointy little nails or something like that and um
1: so what was the impression uh, that you got from, as soon as you saw this, You like you said, you had that sixth sense where you had to turn around and and you saw it. What was the guttural feeling you had when you saw this thing enter the room?
0: Uh, I was I was already like, it, it was like, all right, what, I don't give a sh- You know, because it was like, I, I checked out of my mind already. Um, I like checked, I'm like, when I had that moment, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> you know, like when you had like too much internet for the day, I'm like, oh, no. it's just, I'm. I can't even take this anymore. And um, so I was like, whatever, this fucking thing eats me. I don't care. And I'm just, and it was like, you know, I had to take the deal, blah, 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 you know, all this shit. Uh, and uh, so I'm like, you know, I, but I'd already made my decision in my heart, you know, so I like, uh, I close my eyes and I go back, to try to go back to sleep. But the second time I had my eyes closed, uh, I saw a vision. This time I saw another vision. And it was a uh, humans and it was one dude sitting down in a chair looking at some monitors. And then there's another guy like kind of like leaning over his shoulder, like watching the monitors and stuff too. And then, uh, you know, I wake up and it's like, like kind of like a scene change. Like it's daytime now and I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I'm alive. And I run into the, uh, kitchen to tell my family and everyone's like, Oh, it's just a dream you know, and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh shit. So it's like, I had this experience and now, and everyone's just telling me, it's just a dream. And I'm like, damn, I don't even know who to go to. And of course I have like a fear of sleeping now, or I did. And, um, uh, uh, but nothing ever happened like that again. But, uh, um, a few days later, my dad, you know, he's like, we go to get pizza. And he's like, Hey, come with me to get this pizza. And when when we're in the parking lot, he's like, "Tell me your story." And I told him the story and everything. And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "That's that's." He's like, "That's cool." And he's like, I "Actually, had a story like that too, recently." And um, he said one night, and this was would have been a few years uh, before my story, maybe like five, you know, five four years or something like that. And um, I don't know, maybe even longer than that. It St. Mary's because it would probably. I got these birds, I'm sorry. That's like I can But uh um uh there my uh brother was real young, you know, could barely understand what he's talking about and stuff like that. And uh but my dad uh he wakes up, hears a noise, and he's you know, goes to investigate, goes to the door, and uh um uh he hears it, you know, he just looks over when he, uh, when he hears the noise, he gets up, goes to the door. He said, he just looks over and sees a gray alien standing in the corner of the room. And he's like, Oh shit. And then he, uh, just wakes, uh, wakes up. He's like, damn, that was a crazy dream. And he goes into the, uh, uh, kitchen where my young, you know, where we're all my, uh, younger brother's like, Hey dad, I was with you last night. And he's like, where? And he, uh, said he points up at the ceiling my dad said he points up at the ceiling and goes there. That's like what the fuck? So he uh, he said he just put it in the back of his mind because uh, he didn't want to uh, uh, my mom to think he was crazy and like divorce him and take take us away from him and stuff. So he's like, That's just that's just put in the back back there. Sorry, can you hear the birds roll out back there? <laughs> no,
1: that's okay, it's fine. <laughs> Sounds like, like they're budgies or something anyway. um... (laughs) So when you've, when you had that, so the experience and you're talking to your father about it and he's kind of like saying, yes, I've had something similar. Is it something about your family or do you think that it could be, because we often hear about these types of things, either in UFO experiences that encounters follow bloodlines of family and they target certain people depending on genetics. And then you've got the inverse of it where it could be, that demonic side of things which that's where I'm heavily thinking it is but of course not putting words in your mouth or anything like that or then again it could be a third option where it could be government manipulated MKUltra type of events where we're hearing more and more things come out where governments are staging abduction experiences and implanting memories do you think those are options at all? Yeah.
0: And, you know, it's funny because uh, they say a lot of people who have, you know, get into these positions of power and stuff like that, they have connections to military intelligence. And uh, my dad was actually a uh, naval intelligence. So when, you know, when I realized that I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe it was just some sort of like blue beam experiment. The, the, you know, they were just like doing some sort of test on me or something <laughs> like that. I don't know like some uh, wizard of Oz, you know, at the end, like it was something like that, you know? And it's funny that Mr. Oz is green, you know, yeah, like Dr. Oz. Right. So
1: it's, um, uh, it's also very damning that the entities got upset and angry with you and changed their tone from offering you wonderful things and being nice. As soon as you started to talk about God, they became quite pissed off.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, it, it's because, uh, you know, I guess I, in a way I didn't take, take the bait. And I, I was I was kind of thinking about that, like, man, you know, thinking about like, oh, they said you go to hell and stuff. am like, fuck, I'm, I need to play the long game here, you know, because, <laughs> you know, it could have been some sort of like 27 club shit. They needed another 27 sacrifice or something, yeah. you
1: know. So here's, here's and, a question uh, for you then. Were you raised in any Christian faith at all? Were you baptized as a child?
0: um uh i was yeah catholic uh born catholic roman catholic you know the because i'm half filipino that's like the (laughs) main population (laughs) i mean uh uh, religion um but yeah so the thing with my dad too is uh i guess he had some sort of reputation amongst the special forces and those kind of guys uh um because when i was a kid uh you know i had a you know those kind of guys tell me oh your dad's a legend like i was cleaning a pool for a green beret colonel that he knew and this guy remembered him from vietnam and i was like telling me oh you should have seen your dad in those in the vietnam days and uh so i'm I've, here I've here all this stuff and uh so um he, he, i even got to see uh you ever seen black hawk down yes yeah And uh, so I got to see that in theaters uh, two weeks before it was released to the public uh, with the people that were there uh, involved. And it was, you know, everyone else is like military, you know, they got the military uh, shirt, you know, shirt and pants on, the casuals. And uh, it's just me, my dad and my older brother were just like (laughs) dressed like civilian. And I'm like super intimidated because everyone else, like you could just tell like you're in there with like some wolves, you know and uh so uh you know uh, that was pretty cool but uh i found out recently he was actually like directing people back to the arena or something like that uh, he was he was involved with it in that way and um i even uh heard another story uh he said oh he saw the story about um uh being in a van and an infantry soldier they stop him at this checkpoint and then they, you know, to clear the back of the van. And, uh, um, my dad, I guess the story is that him and everyone else in the van are pointing their guns back at this infantry soldier. Like, cause, uh, it was like before, like the guys in the van were Delta and they're all like kitted out. And back then the army in the, uh, eighties like that, they didn't, they didn't have that kind of equipment yet. You know, they didn't, they didn't have that as kind of camo camo and stuff like that. And um, how like you know, and then the guy said, uh, you know, oh, we need to get to the Papal Nuncia to get where Nervirag is, you know, at, and they're like, uh, we need to get through here because there's a bunch of uh clutter up front, and it's like, part the waters (laughs) and let them through. And but my dad wasn't Delta, he was just intelligent, so I, I feel like he was just like, you know, the intelligence but at a for you know working with special forces you know while they go in and kick the ass and then he could you know gather shit in the room or something you know with them i don't know i'm just speculating but also at his um at his funeral uh oh but but um before before that so he uh, uh got terminal lung cancer and uh so i was caretaking him you know i was basically his caretaker you know hospice you know, really, but uh they're good i, I don't want to say but uh um so i was basically like there with him and uh uh one day you know he one day he uh i was walking by and he uh grabbed my arm and looks at and i look over at him and he's like i went to the moon i'm like what he's like yeah they took me to the moon i'm like what are you talking about and um so this wasn't in the past. His, he did tell me one one story where he said, "Uh, um,
1: oh. oh, looks like we've just lost him, but we'll see if we can get him back." I'm just going to pause it on my end and hopefully be back soon. Oh, he's back! There we go. You dropped out. My, my bad. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so,
0: I guess I shouldn't hit this this button on my head, headphones or whatever. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, and and. I'm trying to ask him what he what he saw on the moon and stuff like that. And he said he couldn't really explain it. I guess basically what happened is they showed him a bunch he had to watch some videos. And then they took him up to the to the moon and basically just gave him a tour of it. I guess he said on the back of it it's like a base, you know, like uh it's like all lit up and stuff like that. And they went he said, you know, something opened up in the ground, they went inside of it.
1: Now, did and, you describe uh, who, who was operating this space? Was it was it the US military? Was it global military or was it something else?
0: I asked him and he said it was it was humans, but, they, you know, just regular, they look like regular humans, I guess, in suits. So it could have been like, you know, how they say, like a lot of these aliens are just basically just humans from different dimensions or whatever. So it was just like, or whatever kind of thing. But, um, yeah, he said it was just like humans. Um, so, uh, when he, uh, they were taking him around, showing him stuff, the one story that he really wanted to get through to me, he said, uh, he was walking down uh, one of the hallways and, uh, he was trying to get me to explain what the tablets were, you know, the, I, i ta- you know, the iPads and stuff. And, uh, I was like, Tab-, he's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, so there's a guy looking down at it. And when I walked, he said, "When I walked by me and him made eye contact, and we're looking at each other." And and then he said, as they were like making eye contact, two like you know like eight, uh, tall aliens, <laughs> like tall white, you know, they kind of like grays, but they're like different. He said they like walked walked in between them, and the guy never averted his eyes from my dad and just went back. You know, fr- he never looked up at the aliens, and then he just went back down, and started looking at his iPad again. But I was like, "What the fuck?" He's like. This guy's just like used to these things, you know it doesn't even like you know he, my my dad's just like in shock, like, what the fuck <laughs> he's like looking you know some men you know looking around some, some men in black type shit or something like that you know uh so uh um they showed him around and and uh he was they took him from his deathbed and um uh so uh yeah, that's what um. Happened there and then uh oh the other story was uh he said they were over overlooking some base and uh he saw a, a spacecraft lift up from it and take off into this into the air like really fast like and um uh so uh uh he was the people on the you know behind him like he said the guys like 200 yards or whatever behind them they're like on the head fence like oh did you see that did you see that my dad's like no I didn't see anything I don't know what you're talking about I didn't see anything and um so uh they uh uh later on when they were you know back at the thing or whatever he and they took all the shit off he's like man you didn't tell tell people you didn't see nothing you know he's like if anybody comes and asks you you didn't see anything and he said that's what happened. He said they all got interviewed by dudes in suits. Like it's a good creation it. if you talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Start talking. So um yeah, and then at his uh, funeral, um uh, you know, they did the flag ceremony thing and everything like that. And uh they present the first flag to my mom. And uh they had a second flag that they presented to my uh younger sister. Um and I I, I looked it up and there's no uh like reason that they should do that it's like against protocol or something like that it's was it another us flag, flag
1: or was it a different flag
0: another us flag
1: okay
0: and uh but i heard uh somebody tell me recently it was a general officer flag or something like that like a and uh but so the guy went that presenting the flag kneeling down and giving it to my mom and my sister my younger sister uh when he uh when he did it the second time, my sister was sitting next to me, so I could see his uh, medals and ribbons and stuff. And I saw the eagle and trident, so the guy was a Navy SEAL that <laughs> was there, like presenting these flags and stuff like that. I'm like, "What?" My dad wasn't a SEAL, you know he He told me he wasn't one, but so I'm thinking he was, you know, some maybe uh, something else, like some sort of intelligence.
1: Maybe he had a lot of clout with them and worked with them quite often by the sounds of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Could possibly just a repertoire with people out there, you know, putting in works. <laughs> so he, he's not really the kind of guy that really like would tell you, Oh, I've seen aliens and shit like that. You know, it's like, I'm just kind of his son. So I was kind of his paranormal buddy, you know, because I was open to stuff like that. So he talked to me to about it, you know, um, so, uh, the other, uh, that's, that's basically my story with that, with the alien stuff. Like I'm thinking like, you know, maybe, uh, it was some sort of like government testing because my dad was in the intelligence stuff, you know, I don't know if I, it was a part of the thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to steal Nate from reality czar's go-to word. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating story. Now, looking back on everything you know as a someone in the alternative media or a podcast and all the things that you've learned and researched over your time, you've just said that maybe it could have been related to your father being in naval intelligence. It could have been a test or something like that. Where do you see it going? Because we see it like broadly in the community. There's a big push for UFO alien disclosure with a lot of scrupulous people in there, people that have been caught out as... Flat out liars or government psyops. What do you think is happening long term with this possible agenda? Uh,
0: um, oh, before uh, I forgot uh, the part about the tablets thing. <laughs> the, the most important part about that. He he said, "Don't don't be afraid of these things." You know, he's like, "Don't have fear." You know, be fearless. Basically, he's like, "Don't have fear." He just kept saying that, like, "Don't have fear." Don't you know? Don't have fear because he was you know basically on his deathbed he's you know and uh so uh he's saying that but um i feel like uh fear is what they feed off of and it gives them their power so we just have to be fearless of, of these things and then they have no power over us um essentially you know, cause then it's, we're, you know, they might have the technology and stuff like that. It would feel so easy to take over the world. They, you know, why haven't they done it already? They have to do it all slow and shit. <laughs> I think well, it's cause maybe they're, they're bluffing, you know, maybe they're not as powerful as they everyone thinks.
1: Well, yeah. And they're Well, uh, the sounds that they need that consent. Anyway, they've tried to coerce you into giving your approval to do things. Maybe they have to do that on a global scale. And maybe that's done through fear. Like we know a lot of people talk about a project blue beam event. Well, the majority of the world's population would be saying, yeah, bring in the world's military to help solve the crisis. If, if there was a few UFOs hovering over the white house or over Australian parliament house, something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, but I, for me, I kind of feel like if it, if it, if aliens and stuff, it's, it's probably like, it's probably more of like different, dimensions type type thing so i think more space isn't really as big as people think i think it might um it might actually you know only go out so far before it starts blending in with another reality because you know just recently they started talking about how there's like this body of water in the the fucking earth you know they found at the bottom of the oceans like and stuff so I kind of feel like it's that it's like worlds within worlds. We're all connected by like these oceans and space is just basically just another ocean. So,
1: how often is in science fiction is it referred to as the ocean of space? Yeah, and it's always a um, naval fleet that's still spaceships. So it definitely has those war yeah. connotations with it, doesn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. It's just like uh, learning how to you know, cause basically a ship is just a, um, uh, affect the buoyancy, right. It's just, uh, so they just know how to be buoyant against the m- water molecules in space, you know, that level, like that higher level of buoyancy understandings. Um, but yeah. And, uh, so another thing that happened that's kind of, kind of weird is, uh, and this is something I kind of started looking back into, uh, when I was taking care of my dad, cause now I'm like looking into the stuff that he's telling me this stuff about aliens, you know, and and I've been looking into conspiracies and things like that. And I already had speculations, uh, um, you know, like about, you know, maybe there's something weird that happened to me more, but uh, in high school I was taught some number breakdown. and it was just, uh, I was in class one day and a class it was uh the tables were like the long tables so there were like four at each table that was like our cl- classroom down here in georgia it was kind of set up like that and um so he sits up uh, and he's uh uh he's like hey you know talking to me a little while we get to talking, talk and he's like i can tell you got the light and he's like like oh, or whatever <laughs> you yeah, know all right he's like let me show you this uh number breakdown thing and uh, so I got it actually on paper. I'm about to flip the camera around. Uh, can you see that at all? There? I can, yeah. Um, so you basically, did that, and he did a uh, drew it out in zero through nine. And he said the uh, the kingdom of God is within within. You know, and numbers represent basically the physical universe. So maybe you know we look within that, and so he, if you add zero plus nine, uh, is nine. Uh, one plus eight is nine. Two plus seven is nine. Three plus six is nine. Four plus five is nine. And it comes out to the five nines, which is you know five nines is forty-five. And that's funny with the old Trump thing, you know, forty-fifth president and so. <laughs> And um, the and whole, then the numbers uh, within but, the
1: two middle numbers are 45, if you were to read it as a two-digit number. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: funny. And um, so he says, uh, we can't go higher. any you know, this, If this is the most high, right, the alpha, we can't go any higher than that. Because if you go at another, if you reach the next step, you're basically at the bottom again to reach the peak. You know, the, the straight nines is basically like the, the peak of every mountain, you know, the mountains on top of the mountains. So, uh, uh, so he so said, we can't go above that. So we have to break down from God. So he goes, uh, zero minus nine is nine, eight minus one, uh, seven, uh, seven minus two, five, six minus three, three, and then, uh, four minus five, one. So that's nine, seven, five, three, one. That's the odd numbers. And the odd numbers in numerology represent the masculine energy. It's the, uh, it represents man. So this would be like Adam. So it's God and Adam. And then Adam, you know, comes from from man, right? So we need uh, Eve. So he goes, uh, we subtract uh, the five nines minus nine, seven, five, three, one, and we get zero, two, four, six, eight. So that's Eve. The even numbers. So that <laughs> represents uh, you know, uh, the descent. And then so if you subtract sort of all of it, it becomes five zeros, right? And that's the omega. So in Revelation, God says, I'm the alpha and the omega, the uh, first and the last, the uh, beginning and the end. Um, so that's kind of like a representation of that there.
1: So who was it that showed you this again? Sorry.
0: Oh, uh, uh, a dude in the classroom. It was it was the beginning of the school year, and um, uh, it was just some random guy. first time I ever met him, and it was funny because I sat down and a uh, 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 a classmate, another classmate, she sat down in the chair, and I showed it to her, and she's like, "I don't care about numbers." <laughs> and he was sitting next to me, and and uh, he he uh, goes, uh, um, "Hey, you're not supposed to tell anybody else that. That's." that's a for elect the elect few, you know, that's a secret thing. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell, tell people that, that, uh, you know, it's a secret knowledge stuff. He, so he was a, a Demolay, which is like the junior Freemasons.
1: Just what I was going to uh, ask is he connected to any of the, um, the esoteric secret societies at all. So yeah. he's a, he said a he, junior Freemason essentially.
0: Yeah. And he said he had a, he come from a rich and powerful family, you know? So it was like, uh and um he was telling me he's like hey because because when after when he asked me right what do you think of that When, when he showed me this number block thing i said well if numbers represent the physical universe then that right there you know proves that there's a god that there's an order and a balance to the universe that like the whole everything is just random is 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 a lie you know there's there's a structure that's being put in place and it's following this this path you know things, things follow paths and it's, and it's about us changing those paths, you know, that, that affect other people, you know, it's like some.
1: Even mainstream scientists today, they go along with the grand design hypothesis that they may not necessarily say it's a, a creator, but there's design written into everything in DNA, into molecules, into the way that the universe operates. So it's very much going down that lens slowly. It's moving away from a straight religious paradigm then to a straight scientific paradigm where the two almost becoming blended and merged together.
0: Yeah. Like in that uh, Thor, you know, like yeah. here sciences and magic are the same or something like that. Um, so uh, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, you should be a Freemason. And I'm like, what's a Freemason? You know, I was, and he's like, Oh, it's a brotherhood, you know, but I wasn't old enough cause I was in high school. You have to be like 18 or something like that. But uh, I guess so. Uh, he didn't. He got mad because he got mad. I was because when he said, uh, "Don't t- keep it a secret. Don't tell anybody." I was like, "Well, no. Nah, if, if it involves God, I'm gonna tell everybody I know." And he's like, "Ah, he's like, ah, rich and powerful people aren't gonna like you doing that." And I was like, "I don't give a fuck. You know, I, I got God on my side or whatever." And uh, so the next day, because I remember going home and I'm like asking my parents, "What's what's a Freemason?" And my dad's like, what the fuck, you know, looking at me. But uh, so... So You
1: um... hinted on something that you said to him that I've always mentioned as well, that there's it's very much a split street as to whether Freemasons are good guys or bad guys, whether they can be trusted. A lot of people say Freemasons are just the average person, the person down the street, they just have knowledge that they've been keeping secret. But my thought has always been, if it's such important knowledge that mankind needs... Why is it kept secret? And you asked that question yourself have your thoughts about that changed at all. As you've started to learn more about this.
0: Yeah. Um, well, also too, because it, it takes a certain understanding of, of spirituality and esoteric, right? Like my, that my other classmate, she just saw it. And she was like, she just saw numbers. <laughs> She's like, whatever <laughs> numbers do thing, you know, and it didn't mean anything, but you have to take the, like you're saying, like blending the, spirit side to it and you know how like the you know the energies work you know uh and stuff like that you you can even break this down with the nu- nucleus uh the the uh, atoms right so this could be the um the what the po- uh, uh, proton electron or whatever and then the nucleus and then the um, whatever i can't i can't remember I, ha- I actually had a little thing written out <laughs> but um
1: so proton so, uh, uh, um, neutron electron that type of a deal but H- yeah and some and, parts of an atom
0: um i was also gonna say like uh so the next day the next day in the classroom right uh when i came to class they told me they're like nope you're not in this class anymore you're transferred to another classroom <laughs> they transferred me to another classroom dude <laughs> and that's just how it was and uh, you know, I guess he really was connected, you know, and, and I was thinking maybe this was like some sort of like, have you, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Bones? Yeah, I have, yes. Like, like you get like, oh, yeah, we'll take you out partying, you know, show, show you how it is and get you, you know, try to get you, you know, blackmail on you and all this kind of crap, you know what I mean? And, um, but yeah, so this is uh, the thing here, too, uh, the five dines, I have I have it written out, the most high positive negative source. And also, within it, you can uh, break down the hexagram. And uh, also, within it, it's kind of like a key type thing. Like, this is like you are, this is like the key, and then this is like the lock. You know, like, uh, God, the alpha, and the omega, and then you have us, the seven, you know, the this breakdown basically like the nine and the zero um, and everything in between. And then, so, uh, what I did in this thing is I just, uh, where I broke it down zero through nine, I just reversed it and made it, uh, uh, did it the other way and it broke out to one and four elevens, So one plus 44, but I, for the audio listener, you know, I'm going to switch this up, but it also, uh, goes to, um, uh, I don't know if you know the p q r s t wave like the heartbeat monitor thing yes if you add a, if you add up that uh it becomes ninety p q r s t so it's another <laughs> like that that number block I showed you adds up to ninety so ninety being the alpha and the omega representation also here uh with the directions right if you break down the gematria of the directions uh then the names how many letters are in the word and also the geometric value of the word it all breaks down to nine every single one of them you know uh when you so it's like almost it's almost like encoded into it shows you how reality is like encoded through numbers basically like zero is like the 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 what would be the static static energy you know like it's just ready to and then nine bursting out it's like the kinetic and then everything and also and you know like with the rosicrucians i feel like that's kind of like a representation of that too because it's almost like zero would be like the seed and then nine would represent like the the flower the blossom of the rose
1: so since finding this stuff out has has it either positively or negatively impacted your life or is it just it's just something you're aware of now how would you describe it
0: Oh, um, it's just honestly like I feel like I'm kind of like a, a, a messenger for it. Like I feel I'm hoping some like, you know, I was gonna say nerd, <laughs> but most likely a nerd, like some sort of dude who's like into like science and things like that can see this and maybe help them, you know, or something. Like I feel like I'm supposed to just share this instead of how it's kept a secret. You know, I think it's because anybody who can understand it, they want. Under c- control, you know. And but, um. So what I did, like, like when I go back here uh with the original block, you know, they talk about the firmament, right? The waters above and the waters below, and this also represents that here, this number block, you know, where it's almost like the same thing. Like when you're entering a new reality, you're essentially going into another peak entering you know it's like you're you're peeking out and now you're starting at at the bottom and merging out into that reality like the down becomes up you know but so i mirrored and reversed that and connected them and it, it's a uh, 40 digits uh the original number block is 20 digits but when you mirror and reverse and add it, it's 40 digits so 40 in the bible is a very you know important number and stuff like that um it's also the only number in the English language that goes in alphabetical order. So it's like this number in the Bible that holds such significance that was written in Arabic, you know, and transcended Hebrew, you know, ends so up being being the only number that goes in complete alphabetical order. You know, so it's just showing that that balance element. So here, if if you also see how like it kind of like Merges down to into the eight and one, and and I'm actually um. So this this block right here, sorry, will uh, if you add it up, down, left, and right, it will basically expand forever. It will just uh, connect, you know, continuously forever. And it's just and it's basically like the numeral breakdown of how like the dimensions are like linked together, through like these essential like wormholes. Because if it's linked here, you could go into another block, you know, fifty dimensions away if you follow through the the war this you know alpha omega essential wormhole, and I you know I feel like that's you know kind of like what this is showing because that's kind of what they're into you know like the whole like entering different dimensions you know like why the and, and there's always in a a lot of these old occult showings it's like archways. You know, passing through archways and stuff like that. So I just, you know, that was that was the thing, you know, and, and this number thing, when it when it was first taught to me, um it was just something I just uh had in the back of my mind whenever somebody would bring up numerology, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I can make the numbers do this thing or that thing. But when I uh you know, when I was taking care of my dad and I was had the time to do shit, do it, you know, look into it. I started looking into it and I was like, oh shit, it breaks out into so much stuff. Like, and it breaks down to <laughs> a whole lot more. Like through it, you can actually create, I don't know if you know about magic squares.
1: Not entirely, no.
0: It will break out into the magic square of the sun. And when <laughs> I discovered that, I, I made the magic square of the sun with it, which is six times six, uh, square. Um, uh, I was on Twitter or something like that, if you, and I was uh, right there scrolling through. It was a crop circle of uh, a cube, you know, the 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 cube with the, where you could see the three sides. It's kind of like tilted forward, and on each side of the three sides of the cube were magic squares of the sun. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so um, I did the math on that. So three three sides, right? If it's six times six, which is thirty six uh, individuals squares cubes uh cubits or whatever so that would be 108 if you added up the three sides so uh fibonacci said that 108 represents the wholeness of the universe you know um and also so now there's three more sides of the cube uh the if so if you add up the other 108 you have 216 and in the Kabbalah and the stuff like that, the Shephagorath, Gorath, I think, is what it's called. God's name is two hundred and sixteen letters long. And also, um, it could also have been the the, the original number of the beast, two sixteen, because uh, six times six times six is two hundred and sixteen.
1: <laughs> Crazy. It sounds, so uh, there's so much to numbers and gematria like we we know that there's the Fibonacci sequences the golden ratio things that exist within nature and science that prove to a certain extent that we know maths is a universal language but at the same time gematria has always been and the whole number thing has kind of been something i've been very cautious of and i don't know if you've listened to it but moral bob and i did an episode on the film 23 by jim carrey where it's essentially the same type of thing. He reads a book and everything becomes 23, 23 letters. Mm-hmm. And we just went through the process of right, how can we make 23? And you could make 23 quite easily. Like a quick example, what we did in that was I took my name, Bob's name and how many episodes we'd recorded together at that point, And it came to 23. So you, no. have to have a, you have to have a level of discernment of what's actually there and what you're actually making. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you've you've been to like what I've seen just there with your, with the level of nines that were there, and even in that block that you were showing me, so much of the horizontal and the vertical was adding up to nine or double nine eight into eighteen. But some fascinating stuff, really thought provoking stuff there.
0: Yeah, there's even the you know, and it goes way you know. And I encourage you honest to so just look into it and uh, do try it yourself. And I with the magic square of the sun. I did three slashes one way, three slashes the other way, and it created a, a diamond it, with an X, a X within a diamond. And then it did something else with the numbers. And, and of course, when it came out to, like, 32 dots or whatever, it started creating this holographic illusion where basically, like, you could change the – you can make the – it looks like the circles are like, – it, it looks like it's circles, but it's actually straight lines. So it's, like, <laughs> a weird little, like, you know optical illusion and crazy so i'm like what the fuck man it's just it started off as like the small number thing uh but the strange thing is is with the whole 216 is uh um i did the gematria to my uh birth name uh and my birth name is actually uh comes out to 216 <laughs> dramatic, <laughs> my my you know full birth name and i was like oh shit like so that that linking i'm like so maybe i just won like the devil's lottery that's what i kind of like was thinking too. i'm like my number just came up and it's like there you know
1: so, well, maybe, <laughs> that's, it, yeah. maybe that's, that's why they tried to offer you something in the first place because you aligned with them in a numerology type of way and you were more open to it who knows yeah right. i was
0: like some sort of, but yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right ron Some absolutely fascinating and thought-provoking stuff that you've been through and, and the journey you've been on If we could bring it back to your experience and what your father had told you about, what do you think the point of everything that's happening in this field of disclosure and lizard people and aliens, what do you think the point of it all is?
0: Um, Control. Like, it always is power, money. Like, that's what he'd always said. He's like, everything is about money. No matter what's going on, it's some humanitarian thing, and they're trying to help. Not, they're actually it's some sort of money play. Somebody's trying to get richer, you know, in the situation. But uh, I also feel like it's it's honestly a big game, like good and evil. Like you know, they're just kind of like games, and where the chess pieces, you know, like <laughs> like the good guys are kind of like, you know, maybe there's good guys out there too, but they're just playing their own game. You know, everyone's everyone's trying to be the hero. Everyone's writing their own story like even uh i say this with like the evil you know the elites and stuff like that right they think they're doing the right thing they think morality is uh a restraint on their on them right Th- they can't evolve and truly be who they are because they have their restraint by you know not being a p- pedo or a, you know killer and stuff like that right that's stuff they're into so it's like also like um they think that, you know, God is the bad one, right? Because he's, he's, he's holding them back and they're, well, they're being true to themselves, you know? Yeah.
1: They, well, unfortunately with humans, good and evil is, is a point of view depends on what side you're coming from, right?
0: hmm But, you know, I feel like with morality, like I actually do feel like it's, it's the fire that forges you. It's, it's the fire that's forging your spirit, like your goodwill and good deeds and stuff like that. That's just sharpening your spiritual sword you know like where uh you know indulging in sin i guess essentially would be just letting your sword rest away your
1: spirit rest you know it's a great analogy i like that really good (laughs) (laughs) it's so true yep all right ron where can people find your fantastic work where can we listen to you um uh I
0: i have a podcast uh with my buddy uh he's actually my childhood friend uh and uh it's the imaginarium of thought and uh we're on all the different uh podcast places and um, on Instagram I'm Berserk Space Cowboy and uh he's IoT Zach, and then uh and then the podcast of course is uh, the imaginarium of thought on Instagram and uh yeah we don't I don't really go into the numbers and all this other kind of stuff, you know, I'd, I'd actually, you know, on there, I did an episode with Gary Wayne or whatever. And he was saying the, uh the, uh the greys were fairies and that the uh reptilian salamander thing, he said, that's the salamander beings. They're like the fire elemental or something like that. And, uh, and then that goes into like the whole salamander King and, you know, ma- you know, magic and things like that. I was like, Oh shit. So I was like that, that breaks it down like a biblical way, you know, but, uh, um, but yeah, um, we just talk about different cryptids, like the lizard, lizard man of South Carolina, you know, which is basically like the lizard version of Bigfoot. <laughs> <People>. <laughs> so you're on here, but yeah, uh, I appreciate you having me on and everything like that, man. And, uh, love, love the work you're doing and the, and the research and stuff. I uh. You know, it's pretty cool. Like you know that around the world, you know, people are really like it's like a worldwide you know community of uh real light warriors. You know, essentially, like <laughs> you know every you know even you don't have to have a podcast to be you know to be a part of that either. It's just you know standing your ground and being true who you are and not not uh fall into the peer pressure. You know that is. The mainstream
1: yeah not (laughs) not conforming to what you should be thinking and if you see something you want to investigate or if there's a podcast that's covering a topic you've always wondered about have a listen to it you don't know how it's going to change your life or how it may change your worldview yeah
0: because it did you know it did for me too you know there was even a time when I was completely brain dead to it you know even even with all the experiences I had you know I'm just a human you know so, you know and it's not like it's all the time it was just you know brief moments of time <laughs> it just held away to me but um uh, also with getting out there and speaking your truth uh the more i did it the less that those uh, things happened. you know the experience instead of being scared about it the less i gave a shit about it i'm like you know what man fuck them <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so you're, you're not if giving me a are- fear anymore that's good
0: yeah yeah don't give your fear to to these things you know and i think that's what stops a lot of people to like man it just scares me a thing that there's you know elites ruling the world and stuff like that it's like man don't you know th- of course be cautious and be aware but you know don't don't give them f- your fear because that's what they want that's what they need you know for their magic
1: awesome great advice to leave that one on everyone go check out the podcast of these guys the imaginarium of thought like they said a lot of podcasting about cryptids and all that fun stuff that I think is a great entry-level thing for a lot of truthers or conspiracy theorists. It's really fun. It's something to dip your toes into, and it might just send you down a few rabbit holes. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Hey, everybody. It's closing time. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here.